Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Still to come on the show, we're chatting to an astrophysicist who believes there might be 36 planets in our galaxy that support intelligent life. Uh, and also from a man who's invented a pleasurable device for men to use in the bedroom. Now, though... part of the show where you test your skills, test your ability to be able to spot when someone is spoofing you, when someone is lying to you. They're going to come on and say three things and tell you three things about themselves. Two of those things are not or are true. One of them is not true. And joining us on the line now is Irish singer, songwriter, producer, and apparently doctor by day. Jamie Adams, sir, how are you? I'm good. How are you getting on, Cormac? Yeah, not too bad. Good. Yeah, really good. How are you coping double jobbing? Um, yeah, it's it's not easy, not easy. But um, look, they're both things that I really enjoy doing. So um, you know, you just sort of it's like a double life. You know, it's uh, it's um, it's an interest. But you're an actual like medical doctor, not like a doctor of philosophy. Uh, you know, an actual medical no, work in a no. hospital doctor or engineer and anything like that. No, it's <laughs> actually you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, like, I can't yeah. even find the time to wash clothes because I feel like I'm too busy. And you are taking care of, of the nation while also, like, do music, which is also very time-consuming. So where do you well, find I, time for yourself? I, I find it hard to wash the clothes as well, you know. So um, <laughs> that's, that's something I don't do on a regular basis either. So that's tough. But um, uh, it's, I don't know. I just always had a, had a love of music. Um, always sort of played music growing up and then I just parents were like look go to college get a degree so um, I just went and went and studied well you, you did a little bit more than that because that's what I wanted to ask you was this like becoming a doctor just out of spite because your parents were like get a real job and you're like look <laughs> mom, I'm a doctor now so I'm doing my music you can't say anything I showed you I'm ready to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're a spite yeah, doctor was... walking around the world going ah you'll be fine get away from me <laughs> Might have been a wee bit of that, yeah, just get my own back. But um <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, it's look, it's um it's uh, sometimes you'd be surprised. There are quite a few people who I know in college there were quite a few of my uh, classmates actually playing yeah. instruments and were really talented musicians and you know, had other interests and things that they did enjoy and like doing. So um yeah, it's just it's just one of those things of I do a bit of medicine, and then I like to, I like to make the the joke that um, 
you know, I'm a musician and uh, I do a bit of medicine on the side, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's part-time, part-time doctor and keeping, uh, yeah, keeping yourself exactly, occupied yeah. and, and keeping well, yourself busy. Well, at least you have a lot of um, content to work off when you're writing your music. There's a lot of stories. Um, now, of course, you have to abide by GDPR. Uh, so of course, can't go, yeah. Can't go mention names or, um, or anything like that, but um, there definitely would be a lot of... Uh, a lot of inspiration, I guess, for for possible songs. I haven't really gone down that route yet, but um, it could be. Could so, like, if people are listening to your music and you know, there's a song about the heart. People are like, it's such a metaphor for life. You're actually, no, it's actually about a guy's triple bypass. That's um, <laughs> there's, there's no there's no underlying meaning to this. We're just hitting it on the nose. But listen, fair play, man, because um, you're putting us to shame. We actually probably shouldn't have brought you on now because now I yeah, feel I so feel unproductive shit, and useless. Yeah. I'm ah, okay. So, a talented ah. musician on top of being a doctor, my god, but listen, listen, no. not at not at all, not at all, Jeez, Don't think like that, Jeez. Um, ah, listen, we have to. We're Irish. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But listen, <laughs> um, bef- before we go on and, and we play Poker Face, as I said, you're going to come on. You'll tell us three things about yourself. Two are true. One is not true. Can you tell us about the the recent single that you've just launched as well? Because it's a homage to someone who I think I, I, it'd be pretty hard to find someone who doesn't love this guy. Yeah. Well, look. It's yes. Yeah, it's, it's um. It's the song's called Sir David Attenborough. So it came out about two weeks ago. Um, it's up on Spotify. There's a music video coming out for it very soon. Uh, so probably probably this week. And yeah, no, it's just about... Actually, the song is um, about um, my girlfriend falling in love with David Attenborough. <laughs> and there's nothing I can do about it because she's just distorted yeah. by him. Um, but really, uh, sort of on a deeper level, the songs probably it's also about like the care that he should have has, has shown Planet Low or Planet Earth, and um, it's yeah. like a, like a love song sort of between Planet Earth and uh, sort of Dave himself. Um, yeah, you, you're dead right. He's he's a legend. Like everyone loves him. Like we used to always watch his shows. You know, when we were hungover after nights out in college and that and everyone just loves him so I said you know I'm just going write, to write a song about, about him so, so it's out yeah it's on, it's on all the all, all the platforms so my mom's going to be crying right now because I got her tickets for <laughs> Christmas to go and see him live and then oh. it was cancelled so when I gave her the tickets on the day she, I've, I've probably seen her cry twice in my whole life. She was bawling <laughs> crying. So I videoed it anyway. But uh, then she cried again when it was cancelled. And now she's... Oh, mm, no. This is it. She just has to listen oh, to your no. song now and just... Send her Jamie song to me a bit. Get the, get, the, get the full trifecta of David Attenborough crying out of the way and, and job will be done. But listen, uh, as, as you know, if you just tune in, go and, and check out uh, Jamie's songs, David Attenborough, up on Spotify and the usual places where you can get it from, Jamie Adam. And, but we'll move on, right? Okay, so we, we brought you on to see, if we're, to see if you're a good liar, to see if you're able to spoof us. Um, mm. And you're going to tell us a couple of things. So if you're listening, he's going to tell you three things about himself. Uh, one is not true. If you can find the one which is not true, just let us know whether you believe it's the first, second or third thing. You can WhatsApp us for free on 87 So listen, we might, as well, um, we might as well crack on with it. Jamie, what's the first thing you have for us this evening? Yeah, so um, story number one is when I was a teenager, I used to be in a Johnny Cash tribute band. Oh! Oh my God! I hope that's true. I think that could be true. That'd be amazing. 
That'd yeah. be amazing if it was true, right? Okay, so that's the first thing. Jamie was in a Johnny Cash cover band. Second thing? Okay, the second thing then, we were we were shooting a music video for um, a song that we I was releasing about a year and a half, two years ago. And the guys that were shooting it with me, I got this company in, and they, they said, okay, we've got this um, comedian who I'm not going to name names, but we got this comedian who used to be on Father Ted in to, to do a role. And on the day that we were supposed to shoot, he pulled out because a family member of his had a medical emergency. Oh. Okay. Do you know if that was true in the end? Um, I don't. Hmm. I was going to say, it was going to come full circle and you treated him later on that day. You're in, in the <laughs> yeah. ER. You're like, hey, oh my God, crazy. Yeah, okay. Or you, so, seen, you seen him doing something on Instagram and you're like, you're not sick or you're a family member who's <laughs> <isn't> sick. <laughs> giving him, giving him a bit okay. of aggro. Okay, so that's mm. the second one. Third story. Um, so the third story then is we were playing a gig in Wheelands last year and I just thought it would be funny sort of taking a piss in between songs to just ask the crowd what they thought of Brexit. <laughs> and someone in the crowd got really offended by it and tried to, like, storm the stage and he had to be kicked out by the bouncers. Oh. Okay. That's very believable, too. <laughs> Weird one to happen at a music gig. Ah, uh, there's but always one. Stranger things have happened. There is, yeah. There's always mm-hmm. a... And uh, that was someone like that. Right, okay, so you've heard those three stories. Uh, the first one, you used to be in a Johnny Cash tribute band when you were younger. The second one, what was the second one again? Um, the second one then was the music video. That, uh, oh, Father yeah, Ted the Father Ted character was in mm-hmm. and then pulled out at the last minute. And then the third one, Gig and Whelan's last year, mentioned Brexit and some guy just lost his mind and had to be kicked out, right? He, he triggered someone in the crowd with the word Brexit. <laughs> which one of you, or which one of those stories do you not think is true? Which one is, is a lie? Which one is the fake story this evening that he just made up? One, two or three, you can WhatsApp us 087-6797-104 and let us know um, what you think it is. Saoirse, what are you going with? Okay, don't tell us yet, but I think that the second story is not true. I the don't fa- Father think, Ted one, was it? Yeah, I just don't think that someone of someone in Father Ted of their profile would pull out last minute <laughs> like that because you know you'd spread that around like you do on radio today. But um, listen, there's a, there was a lot of comedians who were in that show and comedians are the flakiest people in the world. <laughs> They would just pull out two seconds before they're meant to go to a shoot or do a gig. Really? I just think oh that's such bad form. Oh my god! What is it? They don't care. They're just they're flaky, moody. Anything mm. before two in the afternoon is considered really early. Kind of like ourselves, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. So, um, so I, I could believe that. So you're going with number two. I think I'll go with number two. Yeah. I am going to go with the third one. Now, I'm going to go with story number three. So listen, don't mention anything as of yet, Jamie, right? And if you're listening and you think you know which one Jamie is lying to you about this evening, first, second or third story, just drop us a WhatsApp, 0876797104. We'll see if anyone can get it correctly. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here in FM 104, still to come for you on the show tonight. Why did scientists give ketamine to sheep? True story, swear to God, that actually happened. Uh, reveal a little bit more about that on Control Alt to lead closer to 11 o'clock tonight now.
we like to bring on we like to bring on people and uh, get them to try and fool you and test your ability to spot when somebody is lying. So Jamie Adam is on. He's just released a brand new single as well. Check it out, Sir David Attenborough. And uh, he has come on to tell him uh, three, tell us three things about himself. If you heard them, let us know which one you think is not true. Which is BS? The first, second, or third? 87 104 Okay, now, Jamie, can you quickly recap those three stories again for people who just may not have heard and just tuned in? Yeah, yeah. So, um, story one is, um... What's the story? Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. So I, I used to be in a Johnny Cash band when I was younger, when I was a teenager. Um, story two is that we were shooting a music video. We were supposed to get a comedian that used to be in Father Ted, and he pulled out on the shoot day because a family member had a medical emergency. And then... Story three is playing a gig at Whelan's last year, made a joke about Brexit in between songs, split this guy right off, and uh, he was like, he just creating a ruckus, and he had to get kicked out. So, <laughs> Ah, yeah, live gigs. Remember them? Oh, tear <laughs> to the eye. Right. So far away. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm coughing. Here's your, what are you going with? So I'm still going to stick with number two. I think all of them could be believable. They could have all happened, but one of them has to be fake. So, made up. I'm still going to stick with number two to, tonight. So, you're going with the flaky comedian not showing up for the video? Yeah. Now, I right. have a good track record the last few weeks of winning you do, this you do, game. Yeah. So, I'm going to stick, stick with this one and I'm pretty confident. Right, I'm going to go, I think I said story number three before the break anyway, so I'm going to stick and lock in the third story there. Let's get to some of the text. Jacintha has said story number one, she isn't believing. Uh, Daryl, good evening, Daryl, how's you? Um, number two, he's gone with you, Saoirse, as well. Alan says two as well. Um, and then someone has said uh, story number three, the Brexiteer story is gibberish, Jim. That comes in from a guy, I don't know, is it Bo, Boss? BOS, I don't know if you know him um, or how you pronounce that name correctly. So, listen, that's just what he's sneaking in there. So, don't tell us anything yet, okay? So, obviously, of the three stories you just told us there, two are true, one is a lie. Don't tell us which one is not true, but will you do us the favour by process of elimination? Just tell us one of the stories that is 100% true. Okay, so, when I was 15, or so, um, a good friend of mine in secondary school had this real husky deep voice and he loved singing Johnny Cash. He needed to get a band together, so he asked me and some of the other guys in the class if, if we could just play instruments and jam out with him. And um, we ended up taking part in the talent show, won the talent show, and he was like, this is, this is deadly stuff. Like, let's do this more often. So we... Um, just got a Johnny Cash tribute band together and we started playing in pubs all over. No way! I love this story. And we were, we were like, my brother was in the band as well and he, I was like 15 at the time. He was 13, 12. And here we are like playing 9 o'clock, <laughs> 10 o'clock on Saturday night to a bunch of 50 and 60 year olds, you know, who were just... And I'm sure there. they went mental as well because if you play Johnny Cash in a pub, just the, the, the people will lose their minds. It's a great shout in a pub. Oh, yeah, they love it. Like, but half of it was like, they saw the posters and it's just these scrawny, pimples <laughs> teenagers <laughs> who claim to, to play Johnny Cash. 
Yeah. Um, and they're like, what is this? So a lot of people used to turn up out of intrigue, really, just to see how we get on or if we were any good. Because expecting yeah. it to be terrible, like they turn up to oh, laughages, yeah. and then you're oh, like, yeah, hang on a second time. now, we'll pull it out of the bag. <laughs> Wait a sec, did you get paid for that? We got paid, yeah, yeah. Oh, my so God. So we were a little little enterprise going as, uh, when we were in school. Yeah, it was a nice bit of pocket money. Very yeah, I'd say it was. Yeah. Even if they were probably, obviously, probably still paying you, you know, maybe less than what a... Um, for want of a better word, an older professional man might have paid, but still does the job when you're 15 years of age. So that's a true story. Happy days. That is, unfortunately, Jacinta eliminated you. Um, he was in a uh, Johnny Cash tribute band back in the day. So that means that myself and yourself, Sish, are still in the game. One of the fake story is either the second or the third. So listen, um, 0876797104. Still a lot of texts coming in for uh, number two. Two is the lie, I reckon. I'm going with story number two. Um, yeah, okay. So we're down. We're down to the last one. So, uh, Jamie uh, is on the line. The last two stories, it's a 50-50 chance now for you. So, the second story is about uh, an Irish comic who was meant to be in one of your music videos who didn't show up and only told you the day of the shoot. Pulled out on the day of the video shoot, right? Is that the fake story? Or is the third story... What was the third? Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sorry, I've completely blanked. Uh, what was the final story? Brexit. Sorry, Brexit and Whelan's. Yeah, yeah, my bad, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. So third story is uh, mentioning Brexit off the cuff at a gig in Whelan's and some lad lost his mind and tried to storm the stage. So which one of those were down to the final two? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Second or third story? Saoirse, would you like to switch? No, nope, I am not switching at all. I'm sticking with number two and I'm You're... certain that it is the lie tonight. Right, so Daryl's right with you there. He keeps texting in going, come on, number two. I'm going to stay with story number three and I'm going to say that um, the, the the lie is that no one did crash the stage at Whelan's over a Brexit comment. So listen, appreciate Thank you for all the texts that have come in here this evening. Now we're kind of... Um, now hang on, must- before you reveal, okay. if I'm correct and right, that story number two is the lie, I need the foghorn. Okay. Oh, oh! You want there. foghorn, do you? You, you want the yeah, foghorn want now, foghorn. ready to yeah. go, just in case. And uh, what if you don't get it right? Then we'll quickly go to a break. <laughs> <laughs> just wrap it up. Uh, and say I'm no. not a good okay. loser. I'm absolutely not a good loser. So, okay. right. I'm just trying to just trying to think. Why, Sisha? Why are you saying story number two? I'm just saying story number two because I feel that there's a lot of snowflakes around that would crash the stage uh, and be offended 
by anyone talking about Brexit. And then I also think that someone that might have starred... I know it, could, it might not have been one of the bigger guys um, in Father Ted, but I'm thinking it probably was. I don't think they'd pull out last minute. I don't think anyone of that level, acting-wise or... Comic, okay. You know, they know what it's like to be on set and they know how things change quickly and whatever and they wouldn't let someone down, I don't think. Um, you don't know comedy. Uh, right. <laughs> so listen, I... Uh, I could be I could be completely wrong because what you've said there, Sisha, sounds perfectly reasonable. What kind of sane individual would do that? And I might be wrong. So I'm only speaking from people that I know, and I'm going to say that that second story about the comic not showing up sounds true to me, and someone ramming the stage had a, had a wheelings okay. in relation to a break. Well, comic will be, will be that. Yeah, so listen, uh, which story is not true, Jamie? So uh, the lie is actually story number three. <laughs> Too much faith in people, Saoirse. Yes, I do. You have absolutely too much faith in people. I don't know enough people of your people. people. Yeah, comics, um, so listen, horrible people. <laughs> don't obviously mention who it was. Um, no. But I, I can imagine, so that did happen then, right? So you, so hang on, you got someone storming the stage at a Whelan's gig. That, as in, that, that was... That's a lie. The third one was, oh, was the lie. Oh, sorry. So you didn't say, you, say you didn't get someone yeah, storming yeah, the, yeah. the Whelan's gig. Yeah, 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 perfect, sorry. So you're flaky comedian, and were you pretty screwed on the shoot, or what happened? Well, this is weird, because we were doing the shoot, and I was actually working a night shift. I was doing night, so I was working a night, so I worked the night, came straight to the shoot from doing the whole night, to, like, have not slept at all, was on set, was, like, doing, they shot some bits with me and stuff, and then we're there, we're waiting for this person to come. There's a call, calls his directors, calls going look this person he's uh, that you know they're at um a solicitor's you know signing off on a lease or something but they'll be here soon and we're like okay we'll hold off then a couple of hours later get a call again and a same person going oh there's there's a member of the family there's a medical emergency i won't be able to make it at all so uh i can do because the tuesday shoot so it's like could do it tomorrow and the directors were just like I'm sorry you know, we just have to call cut them loose yeah yeah so oh um, no so we just got actually we got what we did was we got a replacement actor to come in on the second day and we sort of re-scripted the, yeah. the video and just like did it in a day then so yeah um, we were able to work around it but it was like nearly a full day sort of Wasted really because of them, because of because of lies, because of flaky lies. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, flaky uh, lies. Unfortunately, no but listen, you, yeah, yeah. ah, you're more than you're grudge. more than welcome to keep that grudge. Come on now, you can you can <laughs> keep that one in your back pocket and go. Ah, we'll use this when we need to. But listen, uh, Jamie, Jamie Adam, thanks a million for obviously popping on. Uh, Jamie Adam Cheers. is a singer songwriter and moonlights as a doctor sometimes, uh, sometimes as well. So. Here's what you can do if you uh, would like to say thanks to some of our frontline staff in any way, shape, or, or you don't even have to go buy the single. Go stream it. Find Jamie Adams' new single, Sir David Attenborough, on Spotify. I'm sure it's on uh, all the, the other places as well, on iTunes, and you can go download it as well. But listen, uh, Jamie, I hope things get back to normal for musicians sooner rather than later and you get back to be on stage uh, wherever it is. And listen, thanks a million for popping on this evening. 
thanks so much for having me, guys. Good fun. Thank you. No yeah, worries, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, so listen, uh, Jamie Adam, go find him online and go stream his stuff. Doctor slash musician, how he's doing it, I've absolutely no idea. No one does. Uh, on the way next here on Room 104, a gentleman who invented a guy braider. So it's a bold adult toy specifically designed for men. And if you would buy one as a man, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're a man and you would buy one, will you just let us know? A simple yes or no. We'll keep you anonymous. 0876797104. Maybe you feel you don't need one. Anyway, uh, that gentleman will be on next here. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. You can uh, let us know what you're up to tonight. 0876797104. One of the things that uh, I would say you typically might associate more with women than men are, are toys for the bedroom. There is a yes. whole, there's a whole, I suppose, range of, of toys that have been developed for women. And I suppose it's, um, it's a sexist industry that has just forgotten about men. I think so, yeah. I, I think it's kind of common for even girls to talk about vibrators and what type of vibrator they have. Maybe you don't know about this, but it would be a common kind of talking point, especially if you're single, that you would always have one in your bedside locker. And that's just... Really? Yeah. But I still don't think... Like, Would you have open conversations with your friends about these things? Because I d- oh, don't know many girls who would, and maybe I'm just being ignorant to this, but... Yeah, 100%. It, and like that has been kind of happening since probably college. I'd say people are kind of open to talking about that. But I've never had this kind of a conversation with any guy friends of mine. No, we're simple creatures. Um, <laughs> and uh, there isn't a lot... There might be one that comes to mind. There isn't a lot of toys for men. But someone who wanted to put a change to that and has set up a company, Hot Octopus. His name is uh, Adam Lewis and he joins us on the line now. Adam, how are things? Very good, thank you, indeed. Yeah, um, it is generally an industry that's been dominated by toys for women, but you decided to create a, a guy-brator, which is a, a toy for, for men, obviously. And can you take us through a little bit about maybe what exactly is the device that you came up with and where the idea came from? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, let's 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 set out from the beginning. The reason I I created Pulse, which is the the, the guidebrator you speak about, is actually from personal need, from from the experiences of there. Actually, um, as you quite rightly said, there weren't uh, certainly when I first launched the product in the, the company um, six seven years ago. There were just no great male products or penis products, we should call them these days, penis products out there. Um, and what I mean mean by that is the majority of products that were available in the market all kind of looked to replicate reality with some kind of phallus. So um, very much um, looking at, you know, make vaginas, blow up dolls, that, those sort of things, um, all which in turn sort of replicate, replicated um, reality in the sense that they kind of gave you that up and down motion, which we're all so used to. But nothing that kind of had a design flair to it or worked on sort of using technology. And I always thought that was so odd because you look at uh, the, the, the Volvo products out there and, um, you know, you've got rampant rabbits and you've got all these devices that do things that no human could should replicate yet you looked at all the sort of the penis toys and, and everything was very much kind of um, phallic and looking to just uh, replicate reality in, in a different way so um, I set out to change that and um, through uh, through a long process of R&D and we ended up getting a, a, a medical device um, uh, that's used to help them with spinal cord injuries to have children we licensed the technology of this medical device 
and um, we we created a, uh, the world's first vibrator, which is for as a purpose. It's a male vibrator, um, and uh, it looks amazing. It looks like a piece of design. Um, it's got some really clever tech behind it, and really, it was the first of this toy really to bring um, penis toys into the 21st century alongside uh, the more common uh, and well-known vulva toys. I love this idea, but are like many men buying it? Are many men buying it? Yeah, you'd be amazed. Well, I think firstly that the sentiment of of these these preconceptions, the stigma that 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 has in the past been attached to male or penis products has changed uh, over the last uh, few years. Um, as the as as I suppose the mainstream media are, are talking about the benefits of masturbation, and and I guess you know we no longer really offer sex toys. It's, it's much more perceived as sexual health products, um, and with it, so has the the, the, the mindset of of you know sex toys for, 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 for men um, and also what's available for men is, is now so much more sophisticated and these are quite really cool and aspirational products uh, that are now available and you know the, 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 male, the male world knows about this so to speak because yes um, there's a huge market um, for, for, for penis sex toys um, and that really has grown up uh, over the last five six years as just sentiment uh, uh, in media and, and just amongst the people um, has been much more open so yes we, we, we sell oh, we sell I think about half a million a year now what <laughs> wow yeah. wow that why, is why insane not? Cormac you're surprised by that but would you be somebody that would openly talk about having a sex toy sex. yourself Sex is only for reproduction in the missionary position. As a good Catholic boy, we shouldn't even be talking about this, okay? We should just hammer this back down and never talk about it again. No, God, um, um, I probably I probably wouldn't, to be honest with you. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I'd be private about most things, and I probably wouldn't openly discuss that. I don't think my friends would. Maybe the younger generation might be slightly slightly different coming up. But, um, Adam, can you describe, like, what does this toy look like and feel like? It's actually a very difficult question to, to answer without visuals um, because it's unique. Um, look, in, in a sense, it's like, an, for those people who, who know sex toys, it's like an open sleeve. Um, so um, you can put yourself inside the product or uh, completely flaccid. You don't have to be erect, which, of course, has a number of different uh, ramifications and, and incredibly helpful for anyone who does have challenges down there, so to speak. So you can put yourself in, um, and it has an oscillating disc. So rather than the traditional methods of stimulation, which as I said, is uses friction to move up and down, we're all pretty familiar with that uh, with that technique. Um, this uses oscillations. So what it is is a, it's a disc that, that that taps up and down very very quickly, and it creates this sort of tapping sensation. And it goes against the frenulum of your penis. And if anyone knows where the frenulum is, it's just that, that little sort of um, um, just below the the gland. Uh, the kind of uh, some people call it the banjo string. There's lots of different names associated <laughs> with, but the technical phrase is the frenulum, and that's one of the most sensitive parts of the the, the male. Um, and um, a bit like the clitoris, uh, but in penis form. And it's just below the, the, the gland. And stimulation there, in, in the case that Pulse does it, the vibrator, is it's a tapping sensation. And this will literally uh, take a man from being completely flattered, unaroused, to fully hard, and then uh, to completion, shall we say, without him having to do anything whatsoever. So many have dubbed it the lazy man's toy. Um, <laughs> and that, to some extent, is, is pretty accurate. Do you know what's really interesting, though? Um, obviously, we spoke to a doctor yesterday about how younger people are having less sex than um, their ancestors and I think with social media and all that stuff and people aren't I think 
having a, a, a vibrator for a girl or having this product for a guy, you're kind of keeping active. And I think that's really important. If you're not having Just any kind active. of... Yeah, you're not having any sex, uh, or you're having. You've another device to put in your hand instead of your phone. Yeah, I suppose. but like exactly, you're, you're you're kind of getting a little bit creative. Maybe when you're not with your partner, so then when you do end up meeting each other, you might be more likely to to actually go and have sex. True, true. Yeah, yeah, I should say. Adam, how did you go about like building and developing and t- and testing this? Like, are you an, an engineer, or how did you develop your first prototype? That's a great question. No, I'm not an engineer. I guess, um, as I said, it all started from personal need. So um, it all began, dare I say, with me experimenting with with toys, usually female toys, vulva toys, right. female toys that are already on the market, and kind of adapting the contraptions to, to, to something that I could place on my penis, uh, sort of home homemade devices. And that's kind of where it started. And um, and I thought to myself, you know, this feels great on me. There must be something available on the market. So I'd, you know, go on line and to my amazement nothing existed that uses vibrations or technology um, and at this stage I kind of thought to myself well if I like that statistically given you know how many billions of men uh, are out there mm. uh, there's a good chance that they too would like it so that's how the idea was born um, and at that point I kind of had an idea you know based on these these, these toys that I've adapted that how this thing would, would work and you know we hired a design agency and uh, we went there and we told my ideas actually we, we, we had interview about nine because seven out of the nine just ran out the door the minute I explained what my idea was but two remained and we chose one and 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 yeah we just went off and started designing a product around this idea that I had and it was only later on through the process that um, that we discovered that this medical device which I uh, mentioned earlier in the conversation that was that's been used for, for almost 10 years um, in order to to retrieve mm. semen in men with spinal cord injuries and it used this oscillating technology so we found this design uh, this uh, sorry, medical device company. We licensed the technology, and then of course we had a blueprint to create the toy. Um, and you know, saying that this medical device was loud, it was clunky, it was rather large. So yeah. to turn, although we had a blueprint to turn this this very technical device into something uh, usable for the consumer industry, waterproof things like that, was, was actually yeah. a real feat. And it took us instead of the sort of eighteen months we thought about five years to actually from start to finish bring, bring the product to market. Um, Testing, on the other hand, has never been an issue. I've had uh, all my all my mates have been been round, been been queuing up round the round the block uh, to to test the product. So, um, yeah, product testers is never something we, we seem to be short of. There's lots of volunteers. I guess it's one of the perks of being my friend. <laughs> I love this idea. And are you working on any, anything else similar? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it turns out to my surprise that I I never thought I was quite arty or or, or um, you know sort of designy or any of that kind of thing. But actually, true proves completely uh, completely false. It just so happens that my talent is in designing sex toys. Who'd have thought? Hmm. So um, Pulse, you know, when we talk about Pulse, the, the vibrator, you know, we came up with one version in 2013. Uh, by the end of this year, that'll be turned into five products all around the same concept. Um, in addition to that, we have another six products on the market, some for, for vulvas, for women, others for penises and for men. Um, 
all for, for men definitely all around vibrations and using technology and and ideas from outside of the sector to apply to our sex toys so they're very different to, to what is commonly available um, um, and also in the in the vulva in the female space um, it's really about we, we have about five or six products now and everything is is really looking at how we can use technology and design and different kind of forms um, that are unusual um, and apply them to our toys and it's uh, proven to be very successful for us you could um maybe develop like a fitbit app for the thing as well so that you can track how much you're using they exist. you'll be surprised <laughs> if you um yes it's uh they already exist um oh, God. yeah where they where they measure how often you have sex how long you have sex for the, those sort of things um yes it's a, it's a year of the sort of the time of the app and and of the, the wrist strap uh sensor devices so yes uh, that does exist unfortunately i wouldn't be first with that <laughs> damn it damn it we can't pitch that into dragons then now next week and kind of well, go here what's going on is coming anyway <laughs> yeah. and i know this is creepy and i don't mean to sound creepy when i say this but it's probably more for a wife or a partner but maybe for father's day you know you could get Absolutely. your husband. yeah yes. and maybe this Absolutely. because you know after you have kids sometimes that dries up a little bit doesn't it well i can tell you my dream father's day is to be left in the bedroom with the door shut on my own be able to for my rubbish movies having having lunch in, in in bed with no kids and then if you add one of these devices to them it's then it could be the best father's day i've ever had <laughs> um, ha- have you noticed a spike in purchases since lockdown? Oh my goodness, absolutely. Um, well, it, I could have been honest, it's a tale of two stories for us because we, we have a global business now. The US is a big market for us. And believe it or not, the way sex toys are purchased in the US is actually quite different to the rest of the world. Um, the rest of the world, about 20% of toys are purchased in the physical stores, bricks and mortar shops, um, with 80% being online. In the States, actually, that figure's reversed. People still very much go into sex stores, except that they're not what we're used to, like in Europe. These aren't CD shops, these are beautiful yeah. boutiques. And they're all over the states. And these are real. You know, you go in there and it's like, wow, this shop's amazing. It just so happens to sell uh, sexual aids. So um, that market, of course, you can imagine has dried up completely for us because, you know, no one's, the shops are shut. Um, but in complete reverse, our direct sales uh, through uh, through our online channels, as well as uh, our, our wholesale customers who also have online shops, has gone through the roof. Absolutely crazy over the last few months because everyone's at home. You know, they're, they're vertical is working at home or they're just hanging out at home and um, you know you tend to browse more and you tend to have more time to uh, do personal things shall we say than you would normally at work <laughs> so uh, yeah sales have been absolutely phenomenal uh, online but as I said less so good with our with our wholesale uh, where shops physical shops are concerned yeah yeah, I'll be keeping an eye out on this now uh, yeah and obviously if, if, if it is a partner it's a great idea for Father's Day definitely not yeah. something for your dad because that would just be weird alright <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be an awkward relationship to, to, to throw it on Father's Day. Um, I mean, just to, just to add to that, I mean, the great thing about some of our products, they are designed for couples. So the fact is that Father's Day doesn't mean as a, as a woman or a partner um, that you can't treat yourself at the same time. Because, for example, we, we do, we talked about the guy Brazer Pulse. There's also the duo version. And again, you, you have to go onto hotoctopus.com to have a look at exactly how this device works. It's so difficult just to explain without some imagery. But yeah. um, it's a couple's version. It has the same vibrator functionality as the original product. However, it has a, a a secondary motor that the partner controls and gets stimulation from. So, you know, you can give yourself a selfish gift here at, uh, at Father's Day for your, for your husband or spouse <laughs> or partner by getting the duo version instead of just the solo version. So there's a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky tip there. 
Oh, amazing. Okay. Well, listen, uh, from, a, from a man, I suppose, well done. Thank you very much. We appreciate the uh, trying to restore the gender imbalance in the sex Absolutely. toy world. And there's more been... to come. We're going to be overtaking them sooner or later. You watch if we keep we'll that. Be, we'll be marching on the streets soon um, because we've been yeah. mar- marginalised out of the sex industry for so long. But listen, um, Adam, Le- Adam Lewis, uh, hotoctopus.com. Thanks a million for popping on and very best luck with everything in the future. Oh, thanks for taking the time to speak to me. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. <clears throat> Excuse me, if you've just tuned in, you might have just missed that conversation, that interview with um, Adam there, who is from a company that designs toys specifically for men in the bedroom. Uh, got a couple of texts in, and all of the texts from men have said they wouldn't buy one. So Why not? The, I wouldn't buy one. I'm a giver, not a taker, and I can't take the pain. I, I don't think... It looks like it hurts. I don't don't think it hurts. Uh, Also, I wouldn't buy one. If a lady friend was to come back for the night and she saw one in the bedroom, she'd run a mile. Well, maybe it's not something you jumped on a one-night stand, is it? Hang on a second now. Back this up. If he was over and having a one-night stand in her house or her room and he found a dildo, would he run a mile? Probably not. I don't know. So what's the difference? I, I, I don't know, but there you go. No one, and uh, no one in that quick brief poll uh, had said that they would uh, they would buy one. Interesting. So I, I'm sure he sold Irish ones here anyway. So um, yeah, listen, uh, the, his interview. If you missed and you want to have a quick listen back, it'll be up on the Room 104 podcast very very shortly as well. Uh, along with all of the shows, you can listen back to the full shows uninterrupted as well uh, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you know the places you get your audio from, and uh, we can find us at Room 104 Cormac and Sarah. So you can find us um, uh, online and all those usual places. Uh, still to come on the show, man who believes that we should have about 36 planets that can host intelligent life just in our galaxy. And who knows, we might be finding alien life sooner rather than later. He'll be on the way after 11 o'clock. Next though, who is more forgetful, men or women? Who do you think is more forgetful, men or women? Drop us a line, 87 and uh, we'll tell you exactly who next year on F104. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.